0: This is Nuance Radio. Did I tell you about the time a slug tried to eat me?
1: (laughs) No, pray tell.
0: (laughs) I did not like this.
2: Nuance Radio invites you to join the conversation that has come to be known as One Bloke Went to Mo."
1: Welcome, welcome. This is One Bloke Went to Mo. Uh, my name is Biddle. Uh, with me is Victoria. Victoria, how are you?
0: I'm doing fantastic.
1: Oh my goodness. Really?
0: Yes, actually. Did you,
1: did you win the lottery? What's going on?
0: Man, I wish. Rare? No, I'm just doing good.
1: Hmm. Yep. Something in your tea, is it? I don't know. Oh, okay.
0: What's in my tea? (laughs) Do I got to spill the tea? (laughs) No, I'm not going to spill that. No,
1: we don't need another revolution, thanks.
0: Why not?
1: You know, like I keep telling you, stop going after the 6%.
0: Bully them. (laughs) Bully them.
1: (laughs) You're only going to make way for another 6%. You know, it's inevitable. I mean, um, bully
0: them too. Maybe they'll learn a lesson.
1: People need <laughs> governing, apparently. <laughs> Be like the duck with a knife. Be like
0: a duck with the knife. Become ungovernable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Put that on the flag.
0: It, it's a pin already. Oh, is it? <laughs> it okay. is. <laughs> oh that's my political party duck knife
1: duck knife <laughs> ducks
0: with knives
1: <laughs> Well um I hope you have a I hope you're having a great day um you if this is Sunday you may be watching the Super Bowl you may have already watched it um I guess we have to shout out for the Kansas City Chiefs cuz they are from Missouri right Yeah Yeah um this week I know we've had to dress our our kids up for school in different things. They, um, today was obviously red uh, for uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And uh, earlier in the week, we had a pyjama day on Monday. And then we had camo day, which is a camouflage hunting gear for the, my friends in England. had a mismatched day. And we had a plaid day.
0: Plaid.
1: Plaid, which is an American word for... tartan. Well, it's kind of like tartan, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it looks like that. Check, uh, checked, maybe? Check, checkered?
0: You forgot your old words. <laughs> I've
1: forgotten English. <laughs> oh, my God. 21 years, that's what this will do It to looks you.
0: similar to tartans.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Anyway, that's been fun. Uh, it kind of made me think about, you know, how lucky I was to go to, to a school that had a uniform, even though it was like a state school, a public school, you know, um, not a private school. Yeah, we all wore uniforms. Obviously, we wore them really badly. Like, no one ever, you know, did up their tie, you know, or no one ever did their top button. Like, even if you did <laughs> your tie up, it was almost like uh, you had to rebel in some way, you know, because you were wearing a uniform. <laughs> um, so, like, my way of rebellion once was to wear fluorescent socks. Oh, wow. Green fl- fluorescent, yeah. I got hauled up in front of the headmaster for it. Um <laughs> And uh, also for not wearing the appropriate house colour tie, you know, because I was in Vanguard House, which is a green tie. Okay. Uh, instead, I wore this like very pencil thin kind of, it was almost made out of leather. It was like green with black dots on it. Um, again, got, got a talking to for that. But the one thing that I did want to say, right, is there is a part of me that likes the fact that we had sc- school uniforms because... For the most part, we weren't trying to outdo each other with what we were wearing, right? And so the the pressure that I I felt this week uh, in trying to dress up my kids for all these different days, I mean, pajama day was easy, right? Um, plaid day was pretty easy. They had a couple of plaid shirts. Um, camo day was kind of difficult. I mean, we're not a hunting family. You know, I know everyone in this area is, but we're not. I mean, we had one camo jacket and... A shirt for the other boy that, you know, kind of looked like camo, but not really. And I gotcha. Got, I've had some green pants, and then I dressed the other boy in pretty, pretty much all black. And I said, well, you must, you're must you a night hunter. Just tell everyone you're a night hunter. Okay, you're <laughs> hunt <that knife>. night. There <laughs> like, you go. Because he, he, he loves running around saying that he's a blue ninja.
2: Oh, or, nice.
1: I Meaning ninja, you know. A mini ninja. He's, but he says Ninja. ninja. <laughs> <laughs> blue ninja. Um so you know i'm like today you're going to be the black ninja so. <laughs> anyway but it's kind of stressful i mean I, what i mean by that is there was one day when i couldn't dress them up this was like not this week but a few a few months ago and the one boy got so upset because everyone else had dressed up and Aww. and he wasn't dressed up and i'm like oh golly it's it's too much pressure yeah. you know they're five years and eight years old it's, Shouldn't be worried about fashion right now.
0: Yeah, avoid that as long as you can.
1: Yeah, really. Anyway, um, quick shout out to some new listeners. Yes. Yes, uh, Mark and Neil over in the UK. Um, As I mentioned last week, you know, Martin had got in touch with me from uh, uni days. He got us on a group chat with Neil and Mark. Uh, Neil lives close to Liverpool And Mark, you know, travels around. He's sometimes in the middle of England, uh, sometimes does some teaching up in Scotland. Yeah, and it's been great to reconnect, you know. Like, um, obviously, again, I feel very, very guilty for not having been in contact with him for uh, 30 years. But, (laughs) you know, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you know, again, the great a sign of a great friend is someone that you can not talk to in 30 years and start talking about life as it was yesterday, you know.
0: Yeah, okay, so. I know exactly what you're talking about that. Um, first off, howdy, y'all. Um, <laughs> and I had that happen with a friend recently. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you're reconnecting with your friends, and I got back in touch with my friend who lives in Springfield.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't talk to her for almost four years, it feels like. Okay. And, yeah, reconnected with her, and things are going pretty decent for her now. And, yeah, we'll get to hang out more, and we talk more now. That's awesome yes it's fantastic
1: great feeling
0: pick up easily where we left off
1: Mm -hmm. so uh you know they've had uh, all of them very interesting lives and uh i got a little bit more to say on that maybe a bit later in the show so anyway um thank you for listening and uh you know keep growing week by week don't we yeah uh, later on what are you going to be talking about today
0: i do want to make some commentary about uh, reptiles mm. and in your yard and for homesteads and why they're not bad
2: mm. we okay. may have
0: touched on it lightly in a earlier episode but mm-hmm. i kind of want to dig into it because it's coming that season where i'm going to hear a lot of ignorant comments again
1: mm, i see <laughs> yes now, I thought it was because um you've introduced me to this new video game where you, you get to become a cowboy, right? And um <laughs> I'm not gonna say the name of the game, um, uh, but anyway, you dress up you, you your character is a cowboy and you can meet up with other people, other friends online yes. and form a posse.
0: Yes. And
1: go uh <laughs> causing all kind of trouble around the countryside. But what I was amazed with was how realistic it is, you know, the sound effects and the the scenery, the trees and the, you know, like even when you, you know, the sound of the horse as you're riding it and depending on what you're riding on, you know, what kind of surface you're riding on. The, you can
0: hear the the, the saddle mm-hmm. squeaking as you walk. It's mm-hmm. great. Oh,
1: it's brilliant. And I noticed we, uh, you were, I was watching you and you were uh, driving the horse down to the river or the, the lake. And on the mud flats, you know, they had those little blue butterflies, yeah, yeah, and we see those here in Missouri, don't we, yep, yeah, um, and they actually they love horse poop, they do <laughs> <laughs> they do, they really do, and um, and the other thing you had were some toads that were hopping around on the on the water's edge,
0: yep, you can actually collect those,
1: oh, in the game, yes,
0: in game, you Oh, can, no way you can catch them while you're having to kill them. You kill them Uh and you can collect them either for, you know, your own food like frog legs Uh or you can sell them.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting. You can
0: do that with just about everything, including the tiny songbirds.
1: Have you ever had frog's legs?
0: I have a long time ago.
1: They must have looked funny on you. (laughs)
0: ha,
2: (laughs) ha, (laughs)
0: ha, ha, (laughs) ha, ha. Well...
1: No, yeah, I've had, frog, I've had frog's legs. I chewed <laughs>
0: them off and they made me sick. <laughs>
1: I won first prize in the breaststroke. They, uh, <laughs> they taste like chicken, don't they?
0: Mine, mine made me very sick. They kind of tasted like chicken, but I got very sick. So mm. I've been hesitant to try them again.
1: Mm, okay.
0: I'm willing to try them again. i was just hesitant.
1: Yeah, when I had them in France, they were just cooked in, um, you know, like uh, garlic butter, essentially. Oh, pretty okay. pretty pretty simple but um, yeah i mean there's not much meat on them is there no you know? there really
0: isn't so. i like gator better
1: right okay <laughs> <laughs> that's another conversation all right so uh looking around the town the sn- the snow is gone uh, except for those you know have you seen there's these piles of snow around town that the snow plow you know they pushed all the snow into like a compact corner or something yep and despite the temperature and the sun, these like little mini icebergs or landbergs, I guess they are.
0: Landbergs. They
1: they still stick around, don't they, for yeah. quite a while, really.
0: They do. I guess they've got all the air crushed out of it, so it's mm. just more solid ice and it's keeping its temperature better.
1: Mm. Just odd, you know. Yeah. It's like, wow, it's, it's 60, 60 degrees. degrees. Mm-hmm. There's snow. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny
0: especially at walmart but theirs are like this gross brown gray pile
1: because mm, yeah, they've got all the tarmac dust and whatever like mixed up with the snow isn't it yeah filth yeah it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't look very good okay so over in the uk uh this week in the news first item i thought was interesting is that the gloucestershire county council makes about four thousand pounds a day just from parking tickets oh i know right Have you ever had a parking ticket in uh, West Plains?
0: Not here in West Plains. No? No, not here.
1: Have you had one somewhere else? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. But um, for the people in West Plains, I don't think there are any places, I mean, apart from obvious places, there's plenty of parking, right? And I don't know, I'd forgotten what parking tickets were. That's what, you know, why it stood out for me.
0: Yeah, it's been a long time since I've had to deal with that, like... The square has these signs saying, two-hour parking only. I'm like, who's going to tell? Mm-hmm. Everyone drives a big SUV or a truck.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're all about the same color. Dusty.
1: But it's, it's not the same situation. Anyway, I looked up the numbers, you know, just to see what was going on. So uh, Gloucestershire County has a population of, I can't really believe this, uh, only 650,000 I really can't believe that, but um, apparently it's true. Anyway, the £4,000 a day is equivalent to about 120 parking tickets a day. I guess the funny thing to me, right, is that they're making all this money per day, and what does the money go towards? Well, (laughs) the money goes towards what they call parking services. And when I thought about this, I thought, what is a parking service? Well, you know, the car parks are already made, right, or the... um, Areas on the street are um, are marked out with white paint where you can park, right? Yeah. Certain ones have um, meters where you can put a coin in and and pay for your parking up front. Yeah. So what is with parking services? It can only really be the people that go around and put the tickets on cars, (laughs) right? (laughs) Isn't it? I mean, because otherwise, I'm thinking... Is this like a, one of those self-fulfilling prophecy kind of things I where th- all this money in parking fines is going to the people who are employed to go around and put parking tickets on the cars?
0: Yeah, what parking services. And it, if, there,
1: if there's that many parking tickets being issued every day, like 120 in a population of 650,000, Yeah, I mean, you know, like that's the total population. So half of that, you know, 300,000 adults or something, and 120 a day are getting parking tickets. Wow. And that money is going to pay the people who are putting the parking tickets on the cars. Oh my
0: gosh. Maybe something's
1: wrong with that. It's not a deterrent and it's really just employing the people who are causing the problem in the first place. Hey, you said it. Just... it. The government
0: can give everybody jobs. There you go. Right, Exactly.
1: Why can't? I... Well, yeah. Why can't...
0: <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we should just pay people to park cars for people, you know, like um, valet service. Oh, valets. Of thing, right?
0: mm. I've never used a valet service before.
1: Oh, it's an experience.
0: Uh, I would be so sad if somebody tried to start my car and drive away with it and I just watched them struggle.
1: Yeah, they would with your car. <laughs> uh, more on that later. No. The, um, now, guess what? In Monmouth, which is on the other side of the River wide to the forest, They are now introducing 20 mile an hour speed limits in a lot of the built up areas. They did, they ran some experiments last year and they figured that dropping the speed limit from uh, 30 to 20 caused far fewer accidents. Surprise, surprise. So, um, yeah, it's 20 for now. Next year, I don't know, 10, 15.
0: (laughs) Push your own car.
1: I think there's a message here underlying, <laughs> underlying everything. <laughs> You're not going to have a car much longer.
0: No, don't say those words to me.
1: <laughs> now, there was a nice story in uh, Bristol on the, other side, on the other side of the Severn um, where I guess uh, there's a little pasta restaurant. You know, I guess it's a pizza and uh, pasta and things like that. Delicious. Anyway, this um, one guy was caught on TikTok uh, because he was the only one managing the restaurant, right? So he was cooking the food, he was serving the tables, making the drinks, everything.
0: Wow.
1: And, um, you know, when they interviewed him later, he said uh, that normally it's not that busy. And this was just like a really freak night, you know, and they got super slammed And someone obviously recorded him, put it on on TikTok, and it had like 700,000 views or something because everyone was amazed at how hard this guy was working. Wow. I don't know. From personal experience, though, I always find that restaurants give, and I know I did uh, as a server, I gave much better service when we were busy. Yeah. When we we were slow, I would, oh, it was, I don't know, it was... uh, There wasn't that sense of urgency, and so uh, things didn't come out of the kitchen all at the same time, and, you know, just, I don't know, something was missing. So it was really good to be busy, in fact. You know, the hours would fly by when we were busy. Yeah,
0: I understand what you're talking about. I know that feeling. I don't know what Mm -hmm. you explain that feeling as, but I Mm -hmm. know that feeling.
1: Mm -hmm. So anyway, I can see why, you know, people saw the video on TikTok, and it became a little mini viral sensation. Um, the other thing they're doing just over the river in Gwent, in in uh, Wales, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a, s- a small village called Caldicott down there, and they have a castle, so Caldicott Castle, 15 miles away from Lydney, and they're now hosting these open-air um, movie screenings. Ooh. Yeah, so... I don't know. Have you ever been to, a, like, an open-air movie screening? No. No, me neither. I want to go to one.
0: I know, right? It sounds fun.
1: There used to be a lot of drive-ins around here, didn't yes. there? Yes. Like, what happened to them?
0: Well, maybe not here in West Plains, but I know where I lived in Florida, there was one. Mm-hmm. There was two, I think, in Savannah. But, uh, yeah, that'd be cool to go to. Mm. Yes.
1: Oh, now, um, speaking of um, open-air movie theaters... Um, I know we've been going through your movie education, right? <laughs> and so I want to I just point out, uh, if there's a movie that we must see, and it's called Cinema Paradiso. It's an Italian movie.
0: Ah, okay. And
1: uh, that features a point in the movie where, well, the the story is based around a young boy who, um, his best friend is the projectionist at the movie theater. Oh, okay. And there's one little beautiful scene where there's a popular movie, and not all the villagers can get into the movie theater, so the uh, projectionist puts a mirror uh, somewhere in the in the stream and is able to cast the movie onto out into the courtyard onto the side of a building Aww. so that the people that couldn't get in can see the movie. Oh that's nice yeah it, it, that's the so whole nice. mu- The whole movie is brilliant yeah
0: that's so nice so, <laughs> I love it.
1: Make sure we put that on the list of things to see. Now, the other thing that's happening in Bristol is um, there's a movement to build tiny homes in people's backyards. I thought that might interest you. It does. Uh Now, I looked at some of these designs that they've been building. They're not exactly tiny. Um, They seem pretty well-sized rooms. You know, like often it's like um, one room is the kitchen, dining room, living room, you know, library corner. And then the other room is basically the bedroom and a small bathroom. So, I mean, not not what I would call tiny, tiny, but um, uh, certainly small. Yeah. Um, but it does highlight how there's a huge need for housing in England and they're running out of land. So, anyway, the the company that is doing this, right, so they basically, the building company that is going, is advertising to people saying, you know, if you've got a backyard and you're not using it, why not put a tiny house there?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can get by with a small, I mean, a tiny house.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You really don't realize how little you need.
1: Oh, yeah, and there's a lot less cleaning as well. Oh, yes, much,
0: much less cleaning. Mm Mm-hmm. I like tiny houses. I think some of them are beautifully designed, uh-huh. and there is a point where it's not so much a tiny house anymore, uh-huh. and I think it's starting to drift that direction again. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, let's get back to small. Uh-huh. They're just so nice to look at and very innovative with how they solve the storage situation.
1: Well, I know. I was going to mention that because I know – Um, personally, from living in, like, a loft, which had, uh, you know, it was very minimalistic, but, again, no storage space, you know, and it becomes a problem after a while. Yeah. Now, the other thing I like to see here is that they are in these cities, like in Gloucester and Bristol, they are converting old buildings that are no longer in use into apartments or, you know, or they're tearing them down and building new apartments there, so... Uh, There's there's a new um, 315 home development um, planned in Gloucestershire, and that used to be a railway depot, you know, big old buildings and uh, that kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah, which is is really good to see, you know. I mean, there's no point building on a green site if you've got, you know, unused buildings in the city. Just just convert them.
0: Yeah, if you can safely convert them, do that, and if not... Mm -hmm you know remove them and put something that's more up to date and useful.
1: I keep I keep expecting to see more apartments being built here in West Plains, I'll say. I mean there's a huge amount of demand for rental property. Uh, and yet there's a lot of um, former retail units that are empty.
0: Oh you yeah. Know,
1: could be converting a lot of those retail units into apartments, I think.
0: Definitely. There's the old what is it? The old antique shop that's near well, I think it's on Washington or very close to it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: near
0: the square. I'm sure mm-hmm. a lot of people know what I'm talking about. Yeah. It used to be a bank, was turned into an antique shop,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and now it's not an antique shop anymore. Mm-hmm. I've been in that building. It has a huge basement, ground floor, second floor, and I can't remember if there's a third. But that thing could definitely be changed into, I guess, a more modern studio apartment style building.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: There's, there's possibilities with it. I've seen it, and I'm like, oh, if only I had the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would be so cool mm-hmm. for people who like the industrial look.
1: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, obviously, we've got a university here. So, yeah. um, you know, there's always going to be a demand for those types of units.
0: Yeah, and it's super close to downtown.
1: Mm-hmm. How about West Plains? What's been going on here?
0: Oh, man, way better. Okay, so um, (laughs) your favorite that I say all the time. Uh There was another water, uh, a boil boil water advisory again.
1: Boil water advisory.
0: (laughs) This time it was uh, for division drive.
1: Division Drive, boil your water.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, that was on February 7th, and Mm -hmm. it's probably fine by the time everybody hears this, but I just thought I'd bring it up again because we see so many of those.
1: Yeah. We'll we'll be making a jingle soon for that.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Make a Christmas song about it. Like, Mm -hmm. one broken fire hydrant. (laughs) That's what it was. Mm -hmm. A fire hydrant was damaged. They cut the water off, cut the pipes, replaced it, and connected Uh things so they're like boil your water okay so a lot of good things Uh there's the um we're doing half marathons again in the area yes Uh so the most recent one will be the 11th annual heart of the ozarks half marathon on february 18th okay so it was founded for the purpose of raising money to support running programs within west Plains schools
1: Hmm, okay.
0: So it's expected to bring, you know, participants from 10 or more states, and they start at the Historic Post Office on Main Street in West Plains.
2: Hmm, yep. okay.
0: So it's just a fun run like that, two and a half miles, and it was founded in honor of a West Plains alumni who lost their life with cancer. Hmm. So it was called a Mindy's Run.
1: Oh, okay. Yes.
0: So that's something, if you guys like to do marathons,
1: well, two and a half miles is not a marathon, is it?
0: Uh, they, say, they called it a half marathon.
1: Well, a marathon is what, like 23?
0: Yeah, if you're going based on that. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about.
1: It's more of a tenth of a marathon.
0: Well, you know, here in the States, we don't run too much. <laughs> I know I don't run.
1: Do you get a prize for participating at least?
0: I don't know. They've got more. <laughs> That's you know, some, very American. Yeah. <laughs> I would just run because, you know, help the, the cause or whatever. Yeah. Uh, another fun thing that is coming up. Mm-hmm. Now, this is for April. So, pre-registration is open for the April Ozcon event.
2: Ooh, OSCON. Yes.
0: Ozcon, or the Ozarks Gaming Convention is scheduled for April 28th through the 30th.
1: April 28th? Okay.
0: So this is a little far ahead, but it's good to know this because, fun fact, all the vendor places have been sold out already for a month. Wow. So they're expecting a big crowd.
1: Wow. Do you have to dress up like a superhero?
0: You don't have to. No? I mean, it's encouraged, but you don't have to. Oh,
1: okay. Yes. I might do.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I've
1: been wanting to dress up as uh, Doctor Strange for a long time.
0: Ah, oh, do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. I just
1: haven't found the right costume yet. There
0: you go. Uh, so there are weekend passes. they will be $20 one day passes will be 15 and the gold pass, which is a type of, you know, VIP, it has some swag that comes with it about the event uh-huh. is $50. Uh, so okay. very exciting. You can find more information at Oz con.com. Uh, so they'll okay. have that kind of fun stuff. I have been wanting to go to that since I moved here. Still haven't gone. So maybe this year. All right. Maybe this year. Now, Mm. you've mentioned the the OzBiz, the Ozark Small Business Incubator.
1: OzB. Yeah, Yeah, OzB. Mm -hmm.
0: So they recently shared their 2022 impact report.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Let's just say we've got some good numbers. Oh, yeah? Yes. So for a small area, I mean, these numbers might not sound big for larger cities or other places, but... For a small area like Howell County and the ones surrounding it, uh-huh. this is significant.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So they created, just the small business incubator, created 54 new jobs.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And since 2012, they made 531 new jobs. Wow. Uh, $13.9 million in gross revenue was generated by the Osby businesses. Wow. Yes.
2: Cool.
0: Uh, over 300, almost... 400,000 was the monthly payroll paid by the Osby business in December of 2022. Wow, let's see what other fun stuff they have. 21 unique businesses now residing inside the uh the small business incubator. That's so cool! Fantastic. Let's see, they have spent 370 hours mentoring these businesses Uh making sure they have the tools and knowledge they need to be successful Uh 14 new businesses were launched with the osby's assistance cool 60 you mentioned the workshops Uh 60 workshops and events have been hosted wow let's see they also have 1.1 million dollars of equity invested by businesses Uh yes over a thousand people attended the workshops. Wow! Fantastic. That's amazing. Yes, and 267 businesses received mentoring. So already existing ones, mm-hmm. they got more mentoring. Right. It's wonderful.
1: That's amazing.
0: Fantastic. And Osby awarded a bunch of micro loans. Mm-hmm. In let's see, since 2012, they have awarded over 800,000 micro loans. Wow. 320,000 of those were in 2022
1: alone. Going,
0: Fantastic work, Osby.
1: Nice going.
0: Very, very good.
1: Yeah. It's so, really come a long way in the, the last 10 years.
0: Yeah. They, Incredible. They're really a good source for anybody who's wanting to start their own small business or just how, learn how to make your business better.
1: Well, it's, it's definitely a mine of useful information and tons of useful contacts as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Other fun news. Mhm. The Avenue Theater is announcing Tombstone,
1: yeehaw, Woo!
0: as their first 2023 production.
1: I bet you're excited.
0: I am. Are you
1: going to are you going to volunteer?
0: Well, believe it or not, everybody. Yeah. Uh this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, February 13th and 14th from 6 to 8, they are looking for individuals to audition. Oh. I may very well go. Do it. Yes. Do it. Now, if you don't know what Tombstone is, it's a classic Western film. Mm -hmm. They're going to have, quote, new actors playing old characters live on stage. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: It's not that one, is it?
0: I don't think so.
1: (laughs) The good, bad, and the ugly.
0: Now, this Tombstone is written in a bit more of a uh, comedic yet gritty story. So there will be laughing.
1: Mm. Gritty, yes. gritty laughter.
0: Gritty. <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, gritty it'll, laughter. It'll be that
1: sort of laughter that turns into a cough. <laughs>
0: okay. So, yes, I'm looking forward to that. If I don't get into it, I'm definitely going to be watching it. I'm already entertained and it's, it's not even out yet. <laughs> Now, another Mm. thing. The West Plains Art Alliance Mm -hmm. and the West Plains Council on the Arts and the Harlan Museum Mm. are going to host a watercolor workshop by the area artist Lee Copen.
1: Lee Copen, yeah. Lee
0: Copen, yes. Mm. The workshop will be held from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday, March 25th. Okay. In the Hathcock Gallery at Harlan. Nice. She's going to be teaching introductory lessons to watercolor. Even if you're already experienced, you know it's a good cause to go help out too. So,
1: I was looking at her watercolors. They are beautiful.
0: They are beautiful. They She's really a very beautiful. accomplished. Mm-hmm. So I will post a link to that. The cost of the workshop is $55 and pre-registration is required.
1: I know all, all art is subjective, right? But I do have pretty good taste when it comes to art. And she is good.
0: I, I saw one of her... Uh, images right here Mm -hmm. and for a second i thought it was a photo i know
1: exactly for a split second Mm -hmm. i thought that was a photo that's the one i saw yeah it's gorgeous yeah
0: and i like the scenery too she paints a lot of farmland kind of scenery Mm -hmm. very very pretty well and i guess another i'm not going to give too many details on this but a happy ending to this a uh, a child went missing on thursday night Mm. And he was found today at 2.30. He's okay, well, safe, no harm done.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, so I'm
0: not going to dig into that for privacy's sake, but he's fine. He was found.
1: Awesome. Yes. I'm sure everyone who knows him knows who he is and is very relieved.
0: Yes, definitely.
1: Now, I had some fun this week. I was down at the city dump, uh, took all my trash down there. The dump. Like a, a pickup I take my pickup truck, you know, so I load the backup with all the trash because, uh, I don't know, I don't like having to pay someone to come and collect just <laughs> three bags every week. I'd much prefer to take 20 bags down in one go. And um, Anyway, um, I call it the city dump. Apparently it's called the transfer station. I didn't know transfer that. Transfer station. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it's down on the old airport road. Um, this week they're going to be accepting any branches and brush that you have because uh, a lot of trees, actually, under the weight of snow, have uh, lost branches, haven't they?
0: Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. So many.
1: I've, I've seen the city. They were out. Um, actually, there's a, a tiny bit of land that I own on um, Arkansas Street. And uh, one of the big branches of this beautiful sycamore tree you know, has uh, given way under the weight of the snow. And um, it, the tree crashed out, obviously, onto the, onto the, onto the road there. On Arkansas and uh, the city was out there you know they cut off the tree halfway and cleaned up all the parts of the tree that were in the road um I've got to go back there and finish up chopping up the rest <laughs> of the tree because they don't do that part for me apparently but anyway all they're saying is that the transfer station whereas they don't normally take garden or yard waste um this week that you can drop off your branches and, and brush that you've been clearing up from yeah. around town
0: there's definitely quite a bit of it.
1: Mm-hmm. The only thing I would say is it used to last year, um, I could take a, a truckload of or a pickup truckload of uh, trash down there and they would only charge you $10. And then about six months ago, it went up to 15 Or this time, when I went down this week, it was $30.
0: I know.
1: And I'm looking at that Connect card, that West Plains Connect card on on the table. Yeah, And I'm thinking, I haven't complained to the city yet, but I think I'm going to complain about a 100% price hike. Do it. (sighs) I mean, going from 10 to 15 is one thing, but going from 15 to 30 in the space of just another six months, do mm-hmm. it. I think that might have broken some kind of regulation.
0: Somewhere, maybe.
1: I'm sure it has.
0: Complain. Like I
1: said, if I can just find that particular regulation amongst all the thousands and thousands and thousands of other regulations that you guys have. Going you, on.
0: you remember what I said earlier?
1: I don't You're not going on about 6% again, are you?
0: Bully them.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> State and local. State and local is your problem, people. Not the feds.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: Beds keep you safe. <laughs> Stay local, wastes your money. Um, anyway. Um, oh, and the other thing is we've got uh, a few widow makers around town. Yes. Now, I want to explain that to my UK friends. Yes. <laughs> we have a lot of oak trees here, mm-hmm. and they're not like the oak trees in England. They are quite... I don't know what they are. They're either white oak, are they? Or... Um, anyway, there's a, there's a few different varieties of oak trees here, but they're branches are extremely brittle they easily snap off and then when they do snap off they don't fall to the ground necessarily they get caught up in some of the lower branches and those are what we call widow makers
0: yes because
1: they can easily fall out the tree yes and kill someone
0: yes i think those might be blackjack oaks or blackjack oaks but i'm not 100 percent sure
1: yeah there's a few different varieties i've Because I've got that app on my phone where I can scan the bark. And uh, I know even here, you know, it looks like they're all the same. But I think there's at least three different varieties we have here. Yes. So, anyway. Yeah, Yeah, there's a big one just down the road. Have you seen that one?
0: I have seen it and I hate driving under it.
1: I know. I keep thinking it's going to fall on me.
0: Yes, same.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So It's
0: very stressful. I see it and I'm like, please don't fall on me.
1: So that's going to be on my Connect card as well. Can we get rid of the Widowmakers around town? Yes. Oh, um, in April, on the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth, uh, the city is having a citywide yard sale. Ooh. Did you hear about that?
0: Yeah, they're waiving the fees.
1: Mm. So, um, and then following that, the next week, the seventeenth through the twenty-first, on whatever your usual trash pickup day is, um, you can also drop off things uh, in what they call the cleanup week. So I don't really know what that means. I think I'm going to have to look more into detail about what cleanup really means. But I think it means that they're taking things in the trash that they wouldn't normally take.
0: What, like mattresses and... Maybe, yeah. Refrigerators and stuff?
1: Possibly. I don't know. Okay. Seems like a lot of work to add to their already busy schedule, I think. Yeah. But, um, hmm. I'm sure if you're a resident of West Plains, you already know what that is. And if you don't, I guess call the city, you know. Like I said, I saw it on the website, but they didn't give any. They the way it was written, they, they it seemed to assume that everyone knows what um, Cleanup Week is.
0: Okay. Um, I'm I'm fairly certain it might be like white items as they call them.
1: Oh uh, right, okay. Yeah. Apart from that, all I had was the boil water advisory.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't want to keep hopping on about it.
0: But. You, you're triggered by the the boil <laughs> water advisory, and I'm over here like six <laughs> percent.
1: <laughs> so uh reptiles what's going on with them
0: okay so i'm certain you've heard the saying the only good snake is a dead snake mm-hmm. i hate that saying I, I, yeah okay. there, there's there's a few sayings i hate and that is one of them mm-hmm. to me it doesn't make you sound cool it just screams ignorance mm-hmm. and your refusal to learn mm-hmm. So if I've offended anyone out there who has said that, I'm sorry. Not really. I'm not. <laughs> um, I mean that will with, with full force and flavor right there. <laughs> so springtime is, what, a month, couple months away?
1: Yeah, not, not yeah, Not too
0: terribly far away. And so we'll be having snakes waking up from their long winter bermation. They don't actually hibernate. They bermate.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And... You'll be seeing a lot of the little common guys, like the little ribbon garter snakes and the little eastern garter snakes and the common garter snakes. And a few that people mistake for other ones called the Decay's brown snake. Mm. Not Decay as in rot, but somebody's last name. Mm,
2: D-E-K. Decay. Mm -hmm.
0: And all I got to say is you really don't want to kill those guys. No. What they do is they help your garden a lot the little garter snakes, and the decays. They eat insects. Mm -hmm. They eat snails.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, Specifically, the decays are almost exclusively snail and slug eaters. Wow! They'll hunt them out, and they'll catch them, and they'll just pull on the snails until they get all the goodies out. Mm. And they come out the same time as baby copperheads do. Okay. And everyone that I've met will sit there and kill a decays brown snake and then post a picture saying, you know, that saying. Mm-hmm. Or they'll ask after they've killed it, is this a copperhead? Mm. And it's not super common that you're going to find a copperhead.
1: No, they're really well disguised for one thing.
0: Yes. I've
1: almost stepped on one before.
0: They can be surprising. Yeah. You're, it, it's not super common that you're going to find them. Most people out in the country might run across them a bit more frequently, but killing them is also a bad idea.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So copperheads and rattlesnakes, which are our most common ones, they have territories,
2: mm, kind okay. of like
0: coyote packs.
2: Mm, okay.
0: If you kill that one female snake, you've killed the female in that territory what you're doing is inviting not one but multiples to come in and basically argue over that territory. Mm. They are territorial snakes. Okay. The ones that you're likely to see that are cruising everywhere are males trying to find the female territories. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I did not know that.
0: Yeah, they like to cruise.
1: <laughs>
0: they do cruise.
1: They have a cruise button, do they? They
0: do. It's really fun to see them. <laughs> now.
1: Two more right now.
0: They can hustle now. They move pretty quick. Oh, okay. You can do a jog trying to catch one. Okay. Now, you'll hear people say, oh, well, you know, I have pets and children. I get that. I have pets and a child. Mm -hmm. Educate them. You can train your pets to leave snakes alone. Yeah? Yes. And you can teach children not to mess with venomous or any kind of snake. Right, right. I taught my child that if he sees a snake to go mommy snake (laughs) and come to me and take me to said animal Uh because they're a living creature Uh and they are important to our ecosystem.
1: Sounds like it.
0: Yes. And they're good for your homestead, including the venomous ones, you know, respect them the way you would like to be respected. Uh Don't bother it. Go do something else. Now, On a hike, I know that can be tough. People have been bitten on hikes, and I'll probably be sitting on a soapbox over here, but I will definitely defend venomous snakes. I have found them, and they don't bother you unless provoked.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: You have to really aggravate them. I have found rattlesnakes crossing the road. They didn't pay me any mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only time they got annoyed was when I took a telescoping Camera stand and started smacking at it to get it across the road. Then it got annoyed. <laughs> I have found copperheads, mm-hmm. like a five-foot copperhead. Wow. And it was trying to cross a road, and I stayed there and made sure it crossed the road. Good for you. Yeah. Why they're important, though, is a pretty obvious one that a lot of people try to ignore. Is They, they control the rat population. Right. Like rat and mice. Mm-hmm. And they'll eat other venomous snakes. Right. They will kill and eat each other.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that king snake, which is I think one of the biggest. That's that's a good one to keep around, right?
0: Fantastic snake to keep mm-hmm. around. They will eat anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Really,
0: they're non-venomous. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, and they're they're great.
1: Yeah, and they look, but unfortunately, they look the scariest because they're you know so long and quite thick, right? You yeah, know.
0: they they're a very healthy looking snake. Those bright black and white stripes on them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're very impressive looking. Mm-hmm. And there's other snakes that I've seen people kill that are endangered and protected.
2: Mm. And they're
0: called indigo snakes. Oh, okay. I saw a photo that somebody said they killed a whole nest of water moccasins. It was a nest of indigo snakes. Uh-huh. Hate to say it, I reported them <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> for
0: killing an entire batch of endangered species.
1: I'm laughing, but I will probably report them as well.
0: Yeah, they're endangered. The indigo snake looks like a water moccasin, Mm -hmm. but they eat water moccasins.
1: Oh, my gosh. They
0: specifically (laughs) like to hunt venomous snakes because they are resistant to venom.
1: No way. Yes. Oh, my goodness.
0: Another thing to keep venomous snakes around, or any non-venomous snakes, Mm -hmm. is that they eat the animals that carry rabies.
1: Wow. Yes, they right. will
0: the reptiles can't get rabies. They cannot get it.
1: Okay, yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: And I don't know if y'all know about rabies. I think I would rather be bit by a snake than get rabies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So,
1: I must say, you know, the the rattlesnakes that I had on the old place uh, where I used to live uh, in the country they only came around in the, like, for years, uh, for at least, I don't know, three or four years, I didn't come across one, you know, and I, I would walk that property. I came across some um, roofing sheets, you know, metal roofing sheets that had been uh, discarded, and, you know, I went to lift that up, and there was a family of rattlesnakes in, under there, Um they got a bit annoyed when they saw me, but obviously I just put the sheep back and walked away, and they were fine. Yep. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of like the same thing with mosquitoes, you know? Like, you only get rid of mosquitoes if you've got water f- uh, lying around for them to breed in. So, Correct. once I learnt that, and I'd walk the property and turn all, everything over that could hold water in it. I mean, even like a, little, a, a cup, you know, a tiny amount of water, oh, actually, yes. they'll breed in. Anyway, it's the same thing with snakes. You know, if there are no, like, wood piles for them to live under Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, like I said, metal roofing sheets, um, I mean, where do they live mostly? In the the woods or?
0: Yeah, they would prefer to live in the woods under fallen trees, Mm -hmm. decaying trees, Mm -hmm. under flat rocks.
1: Now, do they actually bury into the ground? Do they build their own uh, holes or do they find holes that other animals have made?
0: They don't uh, dig their own. They will actually find the homes of rats and mice and Ah, take them. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's there's some species out in the desert that's got a, a symbiotic relationship because the prey animal's too big for that snake to eat and they'll actually cohabitate a little bit okay i cannot remember what species that is if i can remember it and find it i will some
1: sort of tortoise is that
0: you know it might be a tortoise
1: because i don't tortoises will hold their own against a snake yes they will yeah
0: yes they will Uh, i gotta find that link and i will post it if i can find the animal
1: i bet it's a tortoise it
0: might be a tortoise but they're highly valuable and they're really only super active in the spring because they're coming out of burmation they're very hungry the females are really annoyed because they need to lay eggs
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, it's a busy to-do list.
0: Yeah, they have a huge to-do list in a very short amount of time.
1: Now you said reptiles, what what other reptiles are we talking about?
0: Oh, other good ones to have around. Mm-hmm. Now in Florida I encountered this the most. People didn't like tortoises
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they dig holes in your yard. but a lot of tortoises and turtles are protected.
1: Yeah, they are. A
0: lot of them are protected. Mm-hmm. And these little guys are going to be coming out in the springtime crossing the road. Mm-hmm. And I've stopped many times to help scoot them across the road.
1: Yeah, so yes, so are we? Yes. The kids make me stop. Yes, I make myself
0: stop. <laughs> I've actually scooted a, a box turtle. I've never found one before until I moved here. I found a box turtle. Mm-hmm. Scooted him right across. Nice. Now, if you're going to do that, make sure you're moving them in the direction that they're facing even if it's the farther side, but do so safely. Mm-hmm. Please don't get yourself hit. Right. So you know, move them the direction that they're facing.
1: And don't, and don't do what we did one year, which was pick it up off the road and put it in the in the in the river next next to the road, because we found out it wasn't one that could swim.
0: Oh no! <laughs> so. Yeah, I was about to say, like tortoises cannot swim. <laughs> right. Some of these guys can't swim, so right. just put it in the grass, and they'll sort themselves out. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah yes like i mean even the ones that do swim they can walk on land just just get them in the grass
1: you can lead them to water but don't drop them in the drink
0: (laughs) correct (laughs) let's see other fun critters coming out well lizards there's not a i haven't seen a crazy amount of lizards here in missouri i know they're here but they don't they don't like my yard no so you know keep those little guys in mind shoo them away if they try to get in your house
1: do you know what I saw last week? I what? went up to change the water over from having the rural water to the um, to my well water. And so I have to take off this tiny little manhole cover. And down there where the water meter was, it was a little salamander.
0: I love them. I
1: know. It was like yellow and black striped. It was beautiful. That's so
0: cool. What are those called? Tiger salamanders?
1: Maybe. I don't know. You didn't tell me.
0: I, maybe they're tiger salamanders. But yeah. those guys are helpful too. Yeah. They, they like to eat pests such as mosquito larvae and things like that
1: Mm. because they like
0: the more damp locations
1: i should bring him closer to the house on
0: i think they also eat slugs and snails as well nice so reptiles and amphibians are great to have
1: you know uh, speaking about slugs i found out recently that um you know how people like to um, put wood chips down around their like flowers and bushes you know, on the borders, mm-hmm. makes it look nice. Um Slugs are attracted to that stuff. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, my. I didn't I know, know that.
1: So it might, you know, you might be thinking you're keeping the weeds down, but you're actually attracting a lot of slugs.
0: Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Why Why do they like it so much?
1: I don't know. Hmm. You know, who knows the mind of a slug?
0: I know, right? I know. Did I tell you about the time a slug tried to eat me? <laughs>
1: No, pray tell.
0: <laughs> I did not like this. So, when I first moved here.
1: Big slug, was it? Like um, it six a, foot or something? No,
0: it was a little slug. He was probably about three or four inches.
1: So, he was going to kill you through nibbling?
0: He was going to try. He was making an effort. Oh, yeah? So, I. Uh, did he I, actually bite you? Yes. Wow. He tried to eat me.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So, I was. When I first moved here, you know, we had our bed on the floor because we didn't have a bed frame and you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And I was a, I was just snoozing, uh-huh. and I started having a weird dream about something biting me. Yeah. I don't remember the dream, but I woke up and the pain was still con- like persisting. And I was like, "What is that?" And pitch black. So I reach over to my elbow that's closest to the wall, and there's something wet on my elbow. Oh. So I'm just, my like my <laughs> reflexes kind of just like the survival reflexes just woke me up. I was like, I was like, slime bad. And I grabbed it and I just threw it at the wall right next to me as hard as I could. And then I, I grabbed my phone. I turned my flashlight on and I look at my elbow and there's this red patch where the skin was being scraped away.
1: Wow! I was
0: like, what the heck was that?
1: Vampire slugs.
0: Yeah. So I turned the light on and there's a slug crawling across my floor. You sure it wasn't a leech? No, it was a slug. Okay. Yeah, right. It was definitely a slug. I was like, you little booger. I called it another name. Mm-hmm. I was like, you were trying to eat me. <laughs> he was. He was trying to just scrape away at my skin and eat me. Oh my goodness. So the slugs here in Missouri are carnivorous.
1: I'm so glad you survived. i <laughs> it's it, a wonder that you're here i really. know right
0: i was almost scraped away
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm glad it wasn't a bigger one that would have hurt anyway don't kill them there's pest removal people that will safely collect them and move them to a, a more natural environment so you know no um, mind.
1: other reptiles i'm thinking of are the toads the toads and the tree frogs that we have here um are they useful or can we just Gun them all down.
0: <laughs> Gun them down. No. Yeah, they're useful, noisy as they may be. Mm-hmm. They'll also eat pests out of your yard and in cool. the water. So nice. keep those guys around too.
1: Well and been. they
0: feed other animals.
1: And you can eat their legs maybe.
0: I don't know about the ones mm. around here. No,
1: I, I probably wouldn't.
0: Also, don't go picking up random toads and frogs. Some of them are poisonous.
1: I've heard that, yeah.
0: Yes, like the cane toads. I I learned that they're actually poisonous hmm.
1: certainly don't lick them no hey um a little thought for the day um i've obviously been reconnecting with uh, people from my past and uh you know it's been both uh, illuminating enjoyable um also a little embarrassing a little <laughs> scary uh it kind of got me thinking about how you know, when I first got out of uni or even before that, you know, I had this really debilitating tendency, let's call it, to always be comparing myself to other people. You know, I don't know if you've ever done this, I but um, it really can become a poison if you let it go too far, you know. And obviously, you know, when you're a student, you know, you want to do well in your exams. And then the idea is to, you know, get a career and then a hex and then whatever your life path is going to be. And obviously that wasn't for me, you know. Like uh, it's taken me a long time to realize this, but uh, I, I went to a few, you know, what they called the milk round, right, where big companies come to the university and they, you know, you see if they see if they want to hire you or they tell you about their company. I mean, yeah, I could have had a life where <laughs> just worked for a big company and you know and that's what I did and. Probably would have been more successful, quote unquote, you know, uh, maybe financially. um, But uh, I don't know, you know, would I have enjoyed it when obviously what I love doing is traveling and going, you know, living in a new city every couple of years and reinventing myself and meeting lots of people from different cultures and being among it. uh, I don't know. You know, I, and I, I, you know, as, as I've always said, you know, this podcast is more something to leave my kids to listen to, you know, my boys, and if there's one piece of advice I would give them right now, it's, uh, don't worry about what anyone else is doing, you know, like, do what you love, uh, and, and, you know, as long as that involves not hurting anyone else, uh, because if you can find your passion, you know, and whether it's art or, I don't know, you know, whatever the subject is, right? Just stick to that. Because to give you an example, right, one of the people that was in our first year at uni, um, we were in this uh, amazing old Victorian house with three floors and there were 19... Boys, men, 18-year-olds living in this house, right? Boys. <laughs> Boys. Upstairs was this uh, young guy called Eddie. He was really into rock climbing. He went to the, um, what they call the OTC, the Officers' Training Corps, every weekend, which is like part of the army. So they do like a territorial army almost, right? So they do exercises on the weekend and training and things like that. He also was organizing little expeditions uh, to go rock climbing. He even did one uh, in between year one and two, where apparently he was planning to go to the North Pole. I don't know if he ever did. But anyway, we looked him up (laughs) this week. Turns out he joined the army, uh, became a, uh, what do you call it, a brig... A brigadier. Brigadier. Yeah. (laughs) I always get that wrong. So he commanded 10,000 troops down in uh, South Sudan, ended up getting captured and tortured and escaped and uh, came back to Britain and has uh, now been like a consultant for, you know, the Ministry of Defense and just had this amazing uh, career, I guess, right? But, you know, what is the point of me trying to compare myself to him? It's like, I would never have had the talent or the inclination or the ability or the skill set necessary to do what he did. And I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it either. Yeah, you you just, know, like, I am the opposite of what you call a military guy. Yeah, you're... you're I, I, I will be a conscious objector. If war. <laughs> I mean, I will, I will go and help the You know, the Red Cross, right? That's what I'll do. Or I'll work in the munitions uh, factory making the bombs, or whatever you need me to do. But I'm not going to be on the front line killing people. I'm just not.
0: It's like you're just mentally that's just not interesting to you. You just don't want to do that.
1: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. There's that INFJ ethics thing going on as well. There you go. Yeah, I think in my twenties, you know, I really beat myself up. You know, from comparing myself to other people and hearing, you know. I wouldn't look them up, but my parents would often tell me, oh, do you know so-and-so? He's working for this company now. I bet that's really good. You should look into that. You know, like, Why don't you become an insurance agent? <laughs> oh, I can't think of a worse job to do than an insurance agent. And I'm sorry if that's what you do, but I just couldn't I couldn't see myself doing it. Oh. Wait a
0: minute, weren't there a couple superheroes that started out as insurance agents
1: in your dreams, you know were in someone's in, in someone's dreams, yeah, I mean, in a comic book, maybe, but yeah, I don't know. all I'm saying is you know. If numbers and accounting is your thing, like, you know, so one of the guys, Dave, um, I think we had three days, but one of the days, you know, he loved accounting. He was brilliant at it. He's been had a really successful career doing that. Right. Like if that's your thing. Great. But um, I think partly for me, the problem was like I was fairly good at doing most things, you know, whether it was academic or sport or, you know, like I could get by in most subjects and get a B or sometimes an A um and that caused a lot of problems really because you know when you're pretty good at doing most things then making a decision on what to do with your life is really hard yes like i think it would have been better if um i didn't I'd go to college um didn't didn't really do any schooling and just learned how to be a plumber <laughs> and i probably would be really happy just doing that well there you go <laughs> so. there you go yeah, I'm just thinking now like, like No, I know. No, I've been thinking recently like I want my my boys to learn how to um yeah, I know. I want my boys to learn trade and like plumbing or being an electrician would be two really good things skills to learn. which it would I, yeah, just, plumbing I just I is. just wonder if I'm trying to like force my failed dreams onto them. <laughs> so <laughs>
0: well just you know like hey check out trade schools maybe it's something that interests you Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff that's kind of how i'm gonna go with my girl i'm just like what do you what calls to you like what do you like to do
1: yeah anyway don't compare yourself to other people yeah don't do that just focus on yourself and what you enjoy
0: yes i agree with the comparing yourself a lot in your 20s definitely
1: yeah Well, I think that's about all we have time for, uh, sadly.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: It's been a packed show, actually.
0: It has been. I Mm. do want to add one little thing. Yes. Uh, Don't forget that little uh, tidbit I mentioned uh, about a podcast or two ago about if we get 100... Likes and followers, we'll do something live.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there, you know. We're we getting are. close.
0: I think we have over 60?
1: Yeah, I think so, yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. So if you haven't liked or followed the Facebook page, go for it.
1: Yeah. Share won't, it with others as well.
0: Yeah, it won't cost you a thing. Nope. But yeah, that was my little M- thing. Much like this show. won't yes. cost you a thing. <laughs> cost costs nothing. You'll,
1: and you'll come away with more questions than you have answers.
0: Yes. <laughs> Confuse yourself. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's all I got to throw in there.
1: Okay, all right, we'll keep an eye on that. (laughs) Have a great week, everyone.
0: Have a good one. I'll see you. You've been listening to One Bloke Went To Mole.